This episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the leading tool to measure barbell performance, the GymAware. There is obviously a reason that the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Dr. Brian Mann, calls the GymAware the Rolls-Royce when it comes to velocity-based training measuring devices. And that's because it ticks a lot of boxes when it comes to being able to measure and monitor your athletes that you get to work with. Working in velocity-based training at this time, of course, this is the tool to use. You're going to be able to take the guesswork out and have target zones set for your athletes so they're ready to roll. Power and strength analysis, yep, tick that box as well. Power drives the fastest sprints and breaks the hardest tackles, and you'll be able to make sure you're in the right zones with each lift when using the gym aware. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au today to learn what Evan and the team have in store for you with the gym aware. Being a practitioner in the world of sport performance is a challenging situation. We're in a spot where you're always asked to search for more. But more what? What are the questions that most practitioners in the world of high performance are asking? Well, where can I find cutting edge information? Where can I find different opinions and different ways of doing things and different feedback that I can get on the training that we're utilizing? And where's a place where I can find like-minded individuals to give me solid advice when it comes to my career development? This is precisely why we built the Strength Coach Network. Within the Strength Coach Network, you're going to get exclusive content monthly from some of the top practitioners in the world, bringing you the most cutting-edge information. You tie that in with a forum where you're able to connect with coaches around the world to bounce ideas off of, to learn from, and to get career advice from, and you've got your sensational one-stop shop for all things career development for strength and conditioning coaches. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps. That's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the fourth episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of GymAware. In this show, we're going to take a deeper look into some of the best practitioners in the world and see how they actually are both in and out of the weight room. Today we are joined by the University of Rhode Island's Director of Basketball Performance, Chase Campbell. Chase, thanks for being with us, brother. What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? Stoked to have you on here, man. Let's get rocking and rolling right to it. Before we get started, though, homie, who is Chase Campbell? Man, well, he's definitely not one of the best practitioners in the world, but I appreciate the the compliment in having me on. Um, Yeah, Chase Campbell is, you know, Director of Basketball Performance here at URI. you know, that's, that's what I do. That's not who I am. I guess who I am is uh, a guy who likes to, to train athletes, play golf, and uh, go to the beach, you know. <laughs> um, other than that, man, you know, uh, just trying to do as best I can for my guys, um, enjoy my time here, and, and hopefully uh, hopefully make an impact on this team, this university, and uh, this profession. I love it, buddy. I love it. Golf on the beach sounds good right about now, to be totally honest. But uh, <laughs> let's keep rolling right into it, man. Let's talk about a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in, in your career. Yeah, for me, it was uh, getting away from kind of the old school one rep max testing. Um, that was, uh, you know, I come from a, a weightlifting background where it's all about, you know, one rep max is, you know, what can you throw up? Um, and I still do that, you know, myself. But uh, it... I find it less and less valuable. Um, and that's probably going to ruffle some feathers, but to me, there's just too many variables to control to, to, uh, to prove that 
you know, going up 10 pounds in a squat had any direct uh, translation to the court. 12-week training program, and uh, we go, you know, we squat to the end of it or whatever max we do at the end of it. And, you know, maybe that night before the guy didn't sleep well or he broke up with his girlfriend or, you know, whatever it may be, and he has just a crap performance that day, well, then it looks like I've, you know, not done anything or we've made no progress over that, you know, training cycle. So um, I've kind of gotten away from that, that one rep max testing. Um, and then, you know, you also see, and this again, depends on the coach and the practitioner and what you allow, but things typically go to shit after, or, you know, once you get up to those higher numbers, especially for guys that maybe have only been training for one to two years, you know, it's not like me stepping under a bar where I can grind through, um, a max effort lift with great technique. Um, well, hopefully good technique, but, um, so not that I think that it's super dangerous to one rep max, but it's more risk than I really want to take at this point. Um, and I think more risk than is necessary at this point. So, um, switching to, you know, with some technology we've got coming in this year with some force plate testing and all that, um, that's kind of what we're shifting to as far as our, our KPI metrics and all that, um, and how we're going to start measuring our progress, um, along with any kind of sprinting we're doing, change of direction work, we're going to start timing that stuff. Uh, my head coach and I are actually, uh, developing some, some KPIs we want to start tracking that we really haven't seen before, um. And hopefully we're able, we're going to be able to translate that to, to our game and what we're doing, um, which is a really cool opportunity to have my head coach involved in that and uh, kind of develop that together. So um, that's kind of where we're shifting. That's been the big that's been the big shift for me in the past two or three years is kind of getting away from that traditional one rep max testing. So was that more of a like a a review, like you taking a step back? to make that decision or was there kind of just like a situation where you were in the middle of it and you were like, yeah, this might not be a good idea anymore. Uh, it, it kind of evolved over time. Uh, we would, you know, I would look at these testing days and, um, you know, we'd let our guys know, Hey, you know, this week we're going to test or, you know, next week we're going to test. And you start to see some of this, you know, testing anxiety kind of come about and guys are, not really big into it. You know, um, our guys like to train we train all year round, but the whole idea of testing just doesn't usually sit real well with them, um, for whatever reason. And so it kind of, you know, when we started, we would do these test weeks and we would see things not play out the way we'd like them to. Um, and I don't think it's because we weren't progressing because I would show, you know, training numbers show that we are progressing. And what we would see on the court is guys are getting better, you know, faster, being able to control themselves a little more, um, getting a little bouncier, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but when it came to, you know, squat numbers or clean numbers or, or any of that kind of stuff, it wasn't, we weren't taking quite as big jumps as I would have thought we would have. Um, and so it was kind of like, all right, are, are we wasting our time with these testing days? Like I, I'm showing that we're getting stronger. Our training numbers are, are progressing, you know, we're getting faster, you know, on some of the things we're timing. So all of that, you know, jump heights are going up, all of that kind of stuff is, is, is improving. But, um, like I said, we weren't seeing jumps in the weight room quite uh, as much as I'd like as far as, you know, testing day to testing day. Um, so and I started looking at it as, OK, maybe this isn't showing us every maybe there's too much going on to, you know, replicate testing day one to testing day two. Um, too many variables to account for that I can't control. Um, and so I, I felt like it was starting to skew our results a little bit. And um so we just decided to kind of do away with it. Uh, instead of wasting a week on testing, we're just going to keep training. And, you know, I know some people don't agree with training is testing, testing is training, that kind of thing. But for us, it, it works. 
and, and we are showing improvement through our training. Uh, so for me to take a whole week and test something that maybe is or isn't, you know, there's too many question marks essentially around around a testing week for us um, that didn't always show what we wanted it to show. So um, we kind of have done away with it. So That's awesome, man. I appreciate the candor with that because I think that is something that a lot of people hold on to is like those one rep max numbers. So that's that's pretty rad. So let's go to number two. Speaking of testing and those things, if you could ask one question and you know you would get the answer to it, what would that question be and why? Uh, probably what's the magic pill? You know, what's what's the best program? And that sounds like probably a little bit of a cop out or a generic question, but uh, it's kind of what we're all searching for. You know, what, what is, what's the best way to, to do this job? Um, cause there's so many different, you know, philosophies and methodologies and we see teams that success with things that we do that other people wouldn't agree with. So, you know, it's tough to say this program is best, uh, as far as wins and losses goes. I mean, obviously with our sport, there's, there's a lot of variables to account for when it comes to wins and losses. And, and we probably don't have a, a huge direct impact on that as other than keeping our guys healthy and, you know, helping them perform at their highest. But, um, what's the magic pill as far as, uh, improving every single quality of our guys, whether it be performance or health related. Um, we like to think we have the answer, you know, and, and sometimes we do, and sometimes we don't, but to have the magic pill, I think would be, would be pretty cool. But then at the same time, I also don't want the magic pill because the process of trying to find it is a lot of fun. Uh, so that's probably the one I'd like answered the most. Um, while also at the same time, not wanting it answered because I'd like to be the one to answer it. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably it. No, I dig it, man. That's great. Cause I mean, shoot, just we're lucky in our league. Like we've got a lot of really high level coaches that I don't think like, I could name six right now, and none of us do anything remotely close to each other. And it's like, right. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's wild how, like, people have been successful. And it's, like you said, like, how much of it is that? Yeah. Yeah, it, it we, uh, you mentioned our, our league. We do have some phenomenal strength coaches in our league. Um, and I feel very lucky to be a part of this group here and to be able to learn from all of you guys and, and uh, you know, develop these friendships and all that. And, um, you know, we just added another phenomenal strength coach to our league. I'm super excited to be able to, you know, see him across half court every year. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, just different philosophies across the board, like vastly different. Um, but again, we're all seeing success, you know, to some level. So uh, it's it's a, it's a head scratcher. That's for sure. You know? Yeah, no doubt. I love that though, man. Finding the magic pill. That would be interesting. So yeah. I know we're catching you after one, but when Chase Campbell's got to get away, what's his escape? Yeah. Uh, the golf course for me. Um, you know, I've been playing golf my whole life. Uh, it took a break there during kind of the high school, early college years. Um, uh, but have gotten back into it a lot recently and, and, I'm playing more golf now than I probably have in the past 10 years, just cause, um, you know, live right down the street from a, a club and, and summertime, we get a little bit of time to get out on the course. And, um, that's really my escape. It's, it's out. I love being outside. Outdoors is great. Um, golf is a maddening game in that 
you know, you can play your whole life and still suck. And uh, thankfully, I've gotten a little bit better over the years. Um, uh, you know, what's funny, too, is I play with a lot of my coworkers who may see this. So I, I, I'm not lying when I tell you <laughs> that I've gotten a little better. Um, still not great. I still get beat by these guys a lot. But uh, um, it's a it's a game where. And I'll tell you, the biggest thing that entices me about it is that, you know, strength and power is not everything in that sport. It certainly helps. Um, but, you know, there are, I, I think I can confidently say that I'm stronger than most players on the tour. Um, you know, but, uh, they all, a lot of them outdrive me, probably most of them outdrive me. And obviously they're far better players, but that, that you know, that's the skill thing, but, um, it, it entices me because I can't use this, you know, strength and power that I've developed over the years to really help me out. Um, you know, if you take a really good swing and you apply a little bit more strength and power, that's huge. But for me, it's just about, you know, trying to work on the, the small things, the swing mechanics and, and positions and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it's, uh, it's difficult. It's a lifelong process as far as, you know, even just taking two strokes off your game can take years. Um, so from that point, it's, um, it's very intriguing and, um, it's just fun. You know, it can also be a lot of, uh, it can also be very unfun, but for the most part, it's a really fun game that I have to continually work at. And, and, um, and that's fun for me. The process is probably the most fun. Um, so that's my escape, man. It's, it's a way to, to try and, and, uh, get outside, get away from everything else, kind of turn the phone off for a couple hours and, and just have some, have fun with some of the buddies. I love it, man. I'm not going on the course with you though, because I'm one of those people that gets worse and worse every time he plays. But, uh, Chase, appreciate it, brother. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I'm so glad you could be with us, man, and appreciate your time and, and sharing with us, man. We'll be in touch real soon, homie.